I'm unapologetically fly. No wonder why, that's just my attitude. Yeah. Okay, hey, that's just my. Uh, 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 come on. Hi guys, welcome to Glitch in the Code. I'm here, we're using Zoom today, and I'm here with Zachariah Adil. I've been on his show, um, Zachariah Adil's podcast. He's had Richard Grandin on a few times, and that's how we've got to know each other. Um, it's lovely to have you on. Zach, it's also lovely to catch up with you. We've wanted to do this for, for a little while. Um, how are you doing in this mad, mad mental world? And then we'll get into some of the stuff you do and a bit of your background. I'm doing all right. I'm coping. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it is a crazy time, isn't it? I mean, what can you say? It's a, I mean, it's completely like who, who would have foreseen this a year and a half ago? Like, uh, mm. but that being said, I think that I'm trying to stay positive and stay focused on, on, uh, on having like a positive vision that I can hold to because using the law of attraction, that which you keep at the forefront of your mind, you would create into your existence. And so I'm choosing to have a, take a positive approach. Is that something that you struggle to do each day? I've been reading a lot of like things like David Goggins. I've got Dr. Joe Dispenser. I've literally, um, I've literally changed my books that down to my right here to have more kind of a, a positive books because I've found really now, especially doing this sort of work where I look into conspiracies a lot. A few months back, I knew that I had to do a swerve and slightly change the direction, not just only the show, but the things I was looking into. I still look into conspiracies. That's what I do for a day, daily living. I work with David, but I realized that, in this climate, without looking after myself and being um, looking into more positive ways of coping, I was going to get lost in it and going to drown in it. How do you cope with that in day to day? Is it something you have to reset your mind every day? Um, not at the moment, but I, is it, I, the words that you just used there are the, almost the exact identical words that I use. I, was, I, was, I go through phases and I drown in it. And it's, uh, that's not good. That's not fun. I find that I, that, I begin to lose hope. Like it's, everything is lost and then I start eating really shitty foods. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, and I just sort of think there's no point. There's nothing is, nothing is, you know, nothing's going to change, but I haven't been there for a while actually, because I think something shifted about two, three months ago. Uh, maybe it was at the end of last year, something shifted towards the end of the last year. And I just realized that these, these guys are, they've set themselves up in such a way that, they, they're not going to win. They, they can't possibly win because A, too many people know the technology that we have. Um, uh, people are going to find ways around the technology to stay in communication with each other. So no matter if they, if they delete your um, YouTube page or whatever, even if they get rid of BitChute and those other um, um, mediums that have opened up as a result of people getting censored from YouTube, even if they do that, there will always be something else. Look at how, do you remember when Napster came along and just completely destroyed the music industry? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They were showing our age there. Yeah, I do. Oh yeah. Yeah. But do you remember when that happened? Um, it was like, people thought that they, the music industry thought they were going to get around it, but still they haven't. They still haven't got around it. The industry had to change. So even if they think they're going to censor us on YouTube, people, we're, always, we're always going to find a way to be able to get this information out. As a result, there is only one way this can go. It, it can't get any better for them right now. Like it, it, can't, it can only get worse for them. And as we progress day by day by day, more and more people are opening their eyes to what's really happening. It can only go one direction for them and it's down. So that, keeping that in my mind and keeping a vision of how I want things to be I'm quite positive. I've been positive since November time, I'd say. I agree with you. I feel like we went up a trajectory and we went up, a, that's hard to say that word. We went up to up a hill there and um, I dodged the word then quite clearly. And we went up a hill there and um, we were at a point maybe last November, as you said, what I thought, second lockdown, what the hell are you doing? I mean, I've known about this was coming for a good five or six years, not this specifically, but something was coming. Um, and then it went down like that. And now, as you say, they are desperately scrambling around. Mm. I mean, they're coming out with passport. I mean, they're speeding everything up to the point where even people like, I'm meeting an old guy around the corner and, and he knows my little boy and he's, he's talking about how he's never done anything. He's got respiratory problems, won't wear a mask. And he says he's just mad. He clearly doesn't know what's going on to a certain degree, but he was like, there's something weird about this. I don't like any of it. I'm not doing any of it. He's an 87-year-old man, I would say, something like that, an elderly man. It's gone like this. And now that they're, they're desperately trying to get these vaccine passports, I mean, people, passports, and all the bots are out. And you know they're desperate when they start sending the fake Twitter bots out to, to, to prop yeah, it up. Yeah. They are yeah. so desperately scrambling around. And it's a fascinating yeah. time to do this stuff, isn't it? It's just because 
it's that they, they they look manic to me well from an astrological perspective they, they it's interesting the time i mean it's it's no coincidence that i've chosen now because if we if we look at the first of all let's look at 1984 um the book mm-hmm. it was written in 1948 rat year and the book is 1984 rat year chinese year of the rat and it was and all this stuff is happening as of it started 20, 19, 19, sorry 2019 but actually the core of it has started in uh 2020 right which is rat year because um, it's at the end of 2019, but it's kind of gone into right yet. But they wanted the number at 19 because it means AI. A, one is A, uh, nine is I. Oh, so okay. they wanted COVID AI, didn't they? So, um, so that's why the that's why it's COVID 19. But the but the you know all of the lockdowns and everything started on 23rd of, of March, which is the very first day of uh, Aries, which is the first sign of the of the Western zodiac. And we were in 2020, which is the rat year, which is the first sign of the Chinese zodiac. So it was the very beginning of the two cycles together. And that's why it happened at that time. Now, where we are at the moment, uh, so this is being recorded on, uh, what is it, the 5th or the 6th of uh, uh, April? I believe this is the 5th of April. 5th of of April, uh, 2021. So now... Uh, if you if you if you guys watch any of my podcasts, I've got two two channels. One's uh, the Zachariah Adil podcast, or Zachariah Adil on on YouTube, and um, the other one is Heart Nation that I do with my friend Shuva Das. Uh, and um, the, Shuva, the the Heart Nation one is the one that we kind of look at the conspiracies side of things. But because um, me and uh, our friend David is also part of Heart Nation, we um, we got arrested at one of the protests and we put that video out. We did a video about the vaccine that, w- that got us banned on heart nation. I've put some of the conspiracy ones on Zachariah Adil podcast, which is more sp- sort of supposed to be inspirational tarot and astrology stuff. Okay. Um, but I put it on there because I wanted to get these videos out, but really they should have been on the heart nation stuff. Um, oh, my dog's coming over now. Uh, so, um, Wait, what was I going now? My dog's distracted me. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about the uh, oh, astrology, astrology. The astrology. The astrology yeah, yeah. yeah. So where we are now in the cycle, this is, this is, uh, this Hello. is moonlight. You can see her. Oh, what a lovely name. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Gareth said she's the most, one of the most beautiful dogs he's ever seen. She's before. softy. Yeah. So where we are in the cycle now is, uh, so we're in the ox year, Chinese year of the ox, and um, we're in Aries time. So now, if you we're shifting towards Taurus, right? So, well, not yet, but we will be shifting towards Taurus. Now, if you look at the, the podcast that I've done on, on the Zachariah deal and also on Heart Nation, me and Shiva are constantly talking about the, 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 the astrological cycles. And I talk specifically about when we get to Ox Taurus time, which is, which will start on the uh, 20, uh, 22nd, 21st, 22nd of um, May. Uh, sorry. Sorry. April. 21st, 22nd of, it just, it, it changes um, every year, but it usually, you know, they, they set the certain date. So the thing that some places say 21st, some people say 22nd, sometimes it's even the 20th. So Hitler was born on the 20th um, of April. And, and so technically he's Aries, but I believe him to be a Taurus because of that chart. So the Ox Taurus chart has people like, well, Hitler, Saddam Hussein, Machiavelli, Pol Pot, Napoleon, Wellington, these personalities and not everybody's like that but a lot of people a lot of the uh, personalities are quite dictatorial now when we get to that point of the 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 12 year cycle it's the height of dictatorial energy right but what happens is all the people get infused with that energy as well so everybody is stubborn everybody stands up everybody says you know it's got to be my way or the highway so therefore on the one hand it's going to create a really authoritarian energy in terms of the elites but the people are going to be more the most rebellious that they could be there's two high points in this year. So one is that, and then when cancer, the time of uh, cancer, when that comes as well. Then you have people like Malala Yusuf, uh, Ricky Gervais, uh, Princess Diana, they're ox cancer. So you get that sort of, re- sort of um, acceptable rebellious energy almost. But mm. still, a lot of exposure happens at that time. It's fascinating. So, so people don't realise that, that, that a lot of this um, Freemasonic, um, Sabbatean, Frankist, that they they base a lot of this stuff around astrology. They understand oh, yeah. this stuff. This language is hidden from most people. And obviously, most people who have heard of astrology, it's woo woo. It's all out there. It's bizarre. But these people really follow it, and they really. And so, regardless if people believe it or not, these people do. And I keep trying to point out to people is that regardless of what we believe, these people do. So they're inclined to act a certain way at a certain time. So, 
How, what is your understanding of how they understand and why do they, they follow these things so stringently? Um, well, they, they obviously know things that, they, um, that are keep, they're keeping from the, the general public. I mean, you know, they have the whole thing about these secret societies. They've got secret knowledge that they don't want to share with uh, the mass public. Because if they did, then we would pro- probably be living in a very different world. As you know, there's a world that the elites know about, and then there's the world that the rest of the public have to live in. I mean, they have cures for cancer, cures for AIDS. They've got cures for everything. But the, the, but the public, the, um, the plebs, we're not meant to know about that sort of stuff. And we're, we're, our, our, our family members and our friends, they don't matter. I mean, I literally, just, just a week and a bit ago, I lost a friend to cancer mm. um, in Vancouver. And she has a 12-year-old son. She's not close to her family or any of that stuff. I mean, what's he going to do? How's he going to survive? It's just, it's horrible to think about these things. And he's, he's like trying to become like an a elite ice skater. And now he has no family looking out for him. He's going to go and live with a foster family. Who's going to give him the energy and the support? It's like when you, when you really, and then when you think about people that you know, friends, family that you've lost, and these elites have had these cures just sat there that they use. That's why they live so bloody long. And, and, and we don't. It's like, when are we going to say that it's not acceptable? Mm-hmm. When are we going to say that we're not going to take this anymore? So I really hope that all of this stuff that's happening is going to change that. But yeah, they, they've, got, they've got this secret information. We have, we, uh, astrologers have, are privy to some of that information because we figure it out. Um, what I do in particular, I can buy, I'm mostly a Chinese astrologer or Eastern astrologer, and I use Western parts, segments to it. So this is my first book, Secrets of the Combined Astrology. Um, this is your copy. I'm going to be sending this to you in the post. Um, and in this, what I do is there's, there's 12 Chinese signs, 12 Western signs. Uh, and so 12 times 12 is 144. So this is the 144, uh, charts. So if you, but then, so this came out in 2016 and then in 2017, I released each individual book as well. So you're a rooster Pisces. So you could put in, go to Amazon, put in rooster Pisces and, um, who have I put on the cover of that one? I think it's Bryce Dallas Howard. I put on the cover of that one. So uh, that, that your Rooster Pisces book will come up and you can uh, buy just your chart. And that one's got more information about the individual, in, in your individual chart. This has got like all the 144 charts in it. So, um, so this is specifically what I do. And in terms of the, to answer your question, we're not going to know what information they have because they know more than we do and they've kept it from us. So we can only sort of figure it out as we go along. We can learn the system as we know it. But I think it, so there was a Western astrologer I was listening to one time. They said that they've set, us, they've set the um, astrology in a certain way for the mainstream people to know, but it's not quite accurate. It's actually should be like we, we, we're looking at it as if it's 200 years behind what it actually is. Right. So therefore, we're not going to be as accurately able to predict stuff as they are because they know what the accurate um, uh, numbers are. So the way that I've worked anyway is I, I, I'm primarily a Chinese astrologer, which I believe to be, it's a different system. Um, and I don't think that, that they've tampered with that one as much as they have the Western system. So I combine Chinese and Western science together. And this is mostly through my own experience as a, a growing up. So for example, you won't see anybody else talking about the fact that if you're Chinese, you have the boar and you're cancer, you're the whistleblower chart. Like Julian Assange is this chart. Edward Snowden is this chart. Corey Feldman is this chart. The Dalai Lama is this chart. And these people are, you know, Corey Feldman's kind of still in Hollywood, but he's, you know, he's the one that was talking about the paedophilia in Hollywood, yeah. the whistleblowing on that. The, the other three have all been exiled from their home. And, you know, 1947, year, 1959 for Julian Assange, Boyer, and then uh, 19, 1983, uh, year as well for Edward Snowden. So they're different generations, but they're all born in the Chinese year of the Boer and they're Cancerian. So they're all the whistleblowers. I mean, how can that happen if that's not, not a, if that's not a pattern? What are the chances of that happening? How can that be a coincidence? You know what I mean? So do you think when when people are born in, into this? Because I think a lot of people get this kind of con, this conflict between having your star sign and being and not having choice. So do you think people are more inclined to, to fit into certain ways or acting or react in a certain way if born within that that time span than others? but you still always have a kind of choice of whether to do it or not. Yeah. And as, as you say, cause um, yeah, that, uh, just what your take on that. I'll just drop my pad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm Chinese year of the sheep and the sheep is known as quite a dependent sign. Right. 
Um, not all of them, of course, but it's a, it's a natural tendency towards being a bit clingy and a bit dependent. Um, and I didn't want to be dependent. But when I, when I read that, so I'm a Chinese year of the sheep and I'm born in the time of the sheep and I'm Aquarius. So, uh, but, so the way I do it is like you've got a six segment, like a pie chart. Half of it is your year. Two, two, two slices are your um, time of birth and your, your Western sign is the sixth piece. But also the icing around the cake is also your Western sign. So it's your, the way you see the world, the perception. So um, according to my chart, I should be dependent. And I was like, I'm not going to be dependent on anyone. I don't like that aspect of my chart. So I, from, a young, from a young age, I decided I was going to become as independent as possible. So, and I, I'm pretty independent. So uh, when you're aware of what tendencies you have and you decide mm-hmm. you're going to work on yourself and improve yourself so that you don't have that, you can completely overcome those things. So it's about self-awareness. So understanding that you're yeah. inclined to do this way and therefore you can change it. Yeah. So my chart, there's loads of writers and, uh, and it is Thomas Edison was my chart. He's a questionable ca- character, but uh, there's always good and bad of each, of each chart. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't really mean to diss the uh, Ox Taurus either. There, there were loads of great Ox Taurus people, including like George Carlin, who was on the other end of that spectrum, who was calling out all that crap, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This comedy. So um, I mean, he's the one that's famous for saying uh, it's a big club and you ain't in it. So he's exposing that, that all that stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, so what did you say? Sorry. Yeah, so it's kind of, you kind of, once you're kind of aware of it, you can kind of cho- choose to kind of go that way or not. But without being aware of these things, you're not able to make a kind of oh, yeah. informed choice whether you want to participate or not. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's self-improvement is always about where, 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 what is my weakness? Where am I... Um, what is causing me not to be able to progress to that next level in my life? And then figuring that out and then just... Um, blitzing it you know sorting it out moving moving through that fear and that block to get to the next level and i think astrology is a way to help you to do that and even if you don't think that it, even if you think well ah, it's a bunch of bollocks in it even if you did think that if you were to see those aspects like if you see your chart see what's what, what other people of your chart are, are sort of capable of like there, there are certain charts that are, are moved towards dance there are certain charts that are more towards science and and uh, like your chart roosters are they're, they're kind of often administrators. Um, but look, Beyonce is double rooster and she's it, it equates to Virgo. So rooster equates to Virgo. So there's perfe- perfectionists. Um, they're also classical. They, they like to do cl- classical arts. Uh, your chart in particular with Pisces are added to it. They like to do classical arts. And so they're often pianists or the classical singers like Josh Groban is your chart. Um, or, or they're, they're classical actors, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but, but roosters have a tra- traditional side to them. They, they're quite sort of conservative um, but quirky, conservative but quirky is a good way to sort of describe a, a, a rooster personality. Um, but yeah, it's so, fascinating. Yeah, it, it's fascinating, and then also it, it gets you, if anything, or if nothing else, it gets you asking questions and reflecting on self. And right now, and this is the weirdest year in recent memory, there's a lot of time people are going to be sitting around reflecting on who they are where they are, what they're doing, moving house, relationships breaking down. I mean, like, like partnerships breaking down, but also relationships between kids and family and not seeing a lot of what we held true or we were ignoring mm-hmm. has now been kind of shone light on because people have had the time to look at it. And there's so many things shifting and breaking, aren't there? How have you been dealing with that in the last year? Have you seen any big shifts and changes or you've seen people around you? Everything seems to be completely just moved around and changed is a, it's a very disruptive time. Yeah. I found out about all of this sort of conspiracy world stuff. I was always a bit of an activist type. Like I was, you know, was thinking about the pollution and, and humanitarian causes and that sort of stuff. But I found about this stuff in 2016 properly found out about David Icke and all, all his work. And it sort of completely shifted my worldview. So since, since that time, really the disruption started. So since I've been on that, on this journey, um, this year, it would have impacted a lot of other people more so than me because like yourself, I kind of saw something like this was, was on the way. So I've been trying to set myself up in such a way that I can um, kind of be protected from it somewhat. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and that's some of the things I'll, hopefully we'll, we'll talk about as well. Um, so, it, but it has been disruptive for a lot of people, but because I'm, I'm not wearing masks, I'm still going out. I'm not letting it be disruptive. I'm still seeing, seeing people, friends of mine who do know about this, some friends who didn't know about it, who I've mentioned it to them and they've opened their eyes. Most people don't, but some people, some people do. And I think those people are lifelines for me right now. So, uh, 
I haven't let it, I haven't let it affect me too much. But as I was saying before, we all get down sometimes. That being said, there's so many positive things happening. And I think it's really important for us to stay focused on those and let them fuel us because we're really necessary right now. There is a reason why the likes of you, the likes of David Icke, of course, people like him, um, but even, even people, uh, I mean, I'm just a humble astrologer, um, but the, even me, I have a reason for being here and for being called at this time. Uh, and everybody that's watching this and, and who understands what's really happening, there's a reason why you've been called at this time. And stand up and just do your part. You're, you're, not, you're not small. You're not insignificant. There's a reason why you've been called at this time and, and you have a purpose and you have a voice. Uh, and we're going to do our part. That's why we're here. That's why we're, we're, we're watching Glitch in the Code. That's why we're, we're um, really kind of can't take our eyes off this movement because we're a part of it. We were meant to be a part of it. We came here for this reason. You guys who are watching this, look back to your lives and look at all those, join those dots in your life and figure out what, why you've become the person you have become for this very time because this is where you're needed. This is why you are here. There's never been a time like this ever before. And we're so damn lucky to be here uh, so that we can, we can play, out, play this out. We're going to make history. We're going to make history. Whether we're remembered or not, that's besides the point. We're going to make history. And let's just play our parts. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I said this to quite a few people. We, we've come to the dance now. It really has come to the dance. And, and what you said there was great. And I, and I really like that is that everybody else has their part to play in it. And people that are watching this have all been called to action, but we've also been called to support each other. And me chatting yeah. to you and you getting you involved in Iconic or, or me meeting Jay or meeting David, working with David, working with Richard Grannon. And I, I've been doing this for quite a few years, working with people like Mark Miro, who I had on the podcast, who's a pro wrestler, all people doing stuff with him to spread his message to help the kids who are suffering with masks on and stuff at the moment we all need to come together now and, and and but then also understand what we have to bring to the table and do you how do you think people can will try and figure out what they have to bring to the table because not everybody's gonna be a david i can stand on stage and talk in front of a thousand people and no and they, you can't have that you can't everybody yeah. have everybody on stage talking there'll well, be no one in the audience you, he's a dragon taurus isn't he so i mean he's the spiritual he's the spiritual messenger when you get a copy of my book have a look at dragon taurus and have a look at what and this is bear in mind the book was released in 2016 i didn't know anything about david ike so this book was, that, that chart was written before I knew anything about David Icke. And wait till you read it. I mean, it, 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 I, I could be talking about him. It's so bizarre. So in 2017, no, I think it was 2016, we went to, uh, me and Shiva went to his talk on the Isle of Wight and I took him a copy of the book. I ended up giving it to his, his uh, to Linda. I gave it to Linda, but didn't get to see, didn't get to see him because uh, he, he just talks and then goes off he must be so tired by the end of it bloody hell uh but so i did give him a copy of the book i don't know whether we've seen it but um yeah we read his chart and you'll see what i'm talking about but yeah we we can't all be david Icke, but we're not meant to be david Icke. he's got his own karma and his his old his whole journey and why he's doing that we've got our, our our journeys and it's 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 fine it is what it is yeah it's it's like sharing these things out and we're chatting about this and i'm talking about his work but someone who's watching this will have a certain a certain thing to contribute how do you think people can un look back into their past look at and you mentioned like, all the things you've been through in your life and your, st your story your your fights and your overcoming your redemption stories mm -hmm. the things you overcome um how do you think people can look into their past to dig out what their purpose is right now because right now as i keep saying it, it is to the dance what is how can they find their purpose right mm -hmm. now because a lot of people i think will feel like what can i do well, the thing is, well, the interesting thing is that you find your purpose more through stillness than actually if you, because if you're trying to use your conscious mind, this is something that I think Greg Braden would probably say this is rather than coming from the, the, the headspace or, or, or any other space, just come from the heart space or just Dispenza would say this, Joe Dispenza would say this, wouldn't he? It's like, just come from the heart space. So um, you don't have to consciously think about, think about it, just be quiet and you'll know what to do. You're just, uh, if, you, if you're in a meditated state, um, then you're just called to the right thing. You're pulled to the right thing. But once you surrender your will to the universe and let the universe take the lead, you, you then, which is, which is uh, I think of the hanged man, when I think of that card, the, the, the tarot card of the hanged man, you surrender your will, you're stuck. Accept the circumstances, surrender your will to the universe, then you catch the flow, then, you catch the, then, you're, on, you're, then you're on the wave, and the wave is taking you to where it needs to go. Um, so I think the thing that people can do is 
don't think too much. Don't, don't go overboard because that's going to drive you crazy. You're trying to use the conscious mind to, try, to understand the circumstances of the world. You're not going to understand that. This is such a, such a um, so much is happening. We've got to use, we've got to get in touch with infinite intelligence. And you do that through stillness, through meditation. And then you don't worry so much. And then you, you're automatically guided to the right thing for you. Um, but I think, I think the thing, what's happening right now is that processes are being set up by people that are going to attract the people, right people into the right positions. There's lots of things happening. There's lots of things happening. Um, some of the things I probably shouldn't talk about because I don't want to get your channel um, uh, censored or, or in trouble or anything like that. But um, there's lots of common law stuff that's happening that people are really trying to, trying to bring out. I mean, you know about um, uh, Benetian? Michael O'Benishian? No, he's, I don't know that name. I know a lot of con- clomp common law stuffs going on. We're actually making a film about it. Jay's making a film about it, Iconic, but it's not in my area of expertise, so go ahead. So uh, Michael Benetian's taking um, four people to court. So he's taking... Um, I've wrote it down here somewhere. Um, he's taking Witty, um, Valence, Hancock, and um, Neil Ferguson. He's taking them to court, and he's got... He's already submitted the paperwork. He's looking to get a response in the next week or so. So, I mean, that's, that's fantastic news for the UK. He's done an inter- he recently did an interview with Mark Devlin as well. So I, I would, uh, and he does, okay. he does um, videos himself as well. This is the guy that was, uh, who did the great mortgage reset. Okay. Do you know yep. about that? Yep. He yep. Basically, um, yeah, this is that guy. So he's, he, I mean, that's fantastic that he's, he's, he's doing that. And he's got a 100% track record at the moment. Like anytime he's taken someone to court, he's won. So, um, so that's really positive. Also, there's, um, um, what's his name? Fuelik, the wine, the, the German lawyer. Well, I wrote his name down. I knew I was going to forget his name. <laughs> um, you know who I'm on about? The, the German lawyer. That's new to me. Nope. Rainer Fuelmich, the German lawyer who's taking the uh, World Health Organization to court, is doing a class action lawsuit for crimes against humanity. He's calling it Nuremberg 2.0. Fantastic. So you see, there, there are these things that are, that, uh, that are happening that are really, really positive. And these people are really pursuing this. And they've got the right expertise to do that. And I think that everybody else uh, that, that have, have opened their eyes to what's really happening, that uh, have been called to this time for this reason, we, we, we know what we're meant to do. We know what we're meant to do. And if we don't, the stillness will, will, uh, will pull us to it. Or like, we don't have to think too much about it. We're going to find it. It will come to us. It's gonna, and it's going to keep coming to us because we've been molded uh, in a certain way. We are the, the right Wallace and Gromit figures right now to, to serve. We have to be, otherwise we wouldn't be in this position. So therefore, one way or another, we're going to find our way. So nobody needs to worry. You will find your way and you will end up doing what you need to be doing because right now, it's necessary. The, the, the universe, divine energy, Mother Earth demands it of us. And, and it's going to happen. Do you think there's, you mentioned something before we got into this and it was really interesting. You talked about acceptance. Do you think the people that aren't, that are still, I don't mean wearing the masks and I don't mean doing little things here and there and out of caution. I mean, really, really buying into the narrative that people are dying all over the world and like millions of people are dying and people are incredibly seriously ill on mass. I'm not talking about here and there. And there's large populations dying. People are really buying into the, the real extreme end of this madness. Um, there's a level of, I don't want to accept that the fact that actually this something really awful is happening here and it's easier to go, okay, maybe they're right and they'll look after it. You talked about acceptance. How, how important is it to accept that actually right now the devil has shown its head and you cannot really deny that something quite evil has been happening for a long time and now it's going to overdrive. How important is it to accept it before these people can do anything about it? I think there's some people that are not going to be able to accept it. I think there's some people who really, there's some people got their head in the sand. Um, and who sort of know that something's not right, but they're not looking on purpose. But there are those people who are just so bloody oblivious that, um, that, that and they don't care. You know, there's so many people out there that just don't care. That, and I'm not, I'm not talking about the narcissists or the, or the sociopaths or psychopaths. I'm not even talking about them. I'm talking about these people who are just so basic that they, all they think about is survival and, and my life not being affected. They're just selfish people and they don't care. they so I, we're not going to get those people. Then they are the people with the, the cluster B people. We're not going to get those either because obviously they're likely going to be drawn to the other side. Yeah. So um, the ones that 
I think the ones it will be interesting to see what happens with are the ones who have got their head in the sand, because I think a lot of them are going to have to pull their head out because what, what, what's going to happen? The, the tractor is going to come and sort of going to knock down the house. And so what, are you going to keep your head in the sand? Are you going to uh, run away and open your eyes and see what's happening? Cause this, that's what's, what's, what's next is basically the establishment are going to show their face and say, yeah, we are doing this because we're, we're this far away from proper full blown fascism. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, when they, when they, how long is it going to take before they see it? One thing that's, that's disappointing to me is the, the woke, woke culture, because uh, as, a, as a gay man myself, a lot of my friends have a lot of, well, I thought they were friends, but, you know, when you sort of stand in your truth and you say what you think, you soon realize that these people, friendship doesn't mean very much to these people. Um, because that, that, that was disappointing for me that I lost a lot of people who I thought were friends um, who I realized weren't friends at all because they're too invested in a system which provides them a sense of power. And a character and, as well. And a character yeah. to play. They play that role. Yeah, a role to sort of fit into. Yeah. yeah. A purpose almost. Yeah, and I don't, I don't um, mean like a role as in being a gay man. I mean a role in, as, in, as in this character, this is what I do in my life and these are my friends and this is my job and this is how I act when I'm out with my mates. And there's a character. We, we, there is a big character there. And you mentioned it in Richard your 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 uh, interview with Richard Grannon that there is a character that you that is almost being played here that we have yeah. to drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I, I th- yeah. That was um, when he was when Richard Grannon was talking about how, about the gay scene and how it's not helpful to to um, uh, sort of adopt a stereotype in order to be seen. Uh, I think what I'm what I'm saying here is a little bit different. It's, it's similar. It's similar. But it, what I'm saying here is that these people are want to be seen as like doing the right thing, or want to be seen as if they're um, they're they're right. They're they're oh, what's it called? It's virtue signaling. They're yeah. virtue signaling. And it, it, they have a choice. They can either think for themselves and see what's really happening, or they can virtue signal and get a sense of, get leverage from that, get a sense of fuel from that somehow. And that's what they've chosen to do rather than they stand with the truth. I'll give you an example. So I was in a, um, a queer choir and I thought these people were my friend. I was in it for about six months, I think. And, um, and um, uh, Jordan Peterson did that interview with, um, what's her name? That uh, Channel 4 woman uh what's her name again yeah i know the name for you i think i've blanked her name out because picture her face but i remember the interview you're talking about was very very notorious yeah yeah so um uh, i think it was a bit after that time anyway so so somehow he came up in in the in the queer choir it wasn't a huge choir it was about maybe 15 of us um and uh, people were just just talking about the whole pronoun thing about the it, it was queer choir so most of the people were there were gay or lesbian or whatever not everybody but it was a primarily queer choir um and and I defended him. I said, well, I mean, have any of you actually read his books or actually watched any of his, his interviews? And they all talked like they knew what they were, what they were talking about, but I don't think any of them have ever really uh, watched, you didn't really know what he was about. Mm. And so, but what they were, it was like they were more interested in the perception of him in, in mainstream media rather than knowing the truth. They didn't care about the truth. They just wanted to be right. And then I ended up getting into discussions with lots of different people in the, in the group. And I'm like, coming from a place of integrity or trying to as much as I possibly can and, and, and saying to them, look, let, let's have a discussion about this so that, so that if, if you've got any information you can impart to me, I'm happy to, you know, send me docu- send me uh, articles and I'm completely open to the fact that I could be wrong. Send it to me. They, and, and, and they, they did. I got a lot of articles and I read most of them uh, to try and understand what they, where they're coming from, but they were not taken on board what he was about. But if I sent them any articles, they, they were insulted by it. Yeah. Um, so it was just a double standard. They just wanted to be right and they weren't interested in the truth. That is disappointing to me. What, what's going to happen with those people when they realize that they've been used by a system in order to uh, sort of uh, coerce and peer pressure people into behaving a certain way? What are they going to do? Are they going to say, oh, actually, I was wrong? Or are they going to be, I don't think they're going to be able to live with the fact that they were wrong. So they're going to continue to make justify, continue justifying their behaviour. But how far can you go with that? That's the question. That's going to be interesting to see, Richard. What do you think? 
No, I agree. It's doubling down on it, isn't it? It's a little bit like the QAnon thing when that, when that ended and, and Trump was out and there's still a couple of months. You don't hear much about it the last sort of six weeks. But before then, they doubled down on it. They doubled down on it. And it was all about, I mean, that was slightly different, but there was the same connotations that it, that is clearly that he wasn't going to do what he was going to They said and, and um, that wasn't going to happen. They doubled down. In that sense, what you were talking about there was... Um, they, 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 not only would they want to be right, they wanted to be right on mass. They wanted to fit in with the accepted yes. right mass. So yeah. they didn't want to be left out, which comes down to that survival instinct is I don't want to be left out and I don't want you to talk bad of me, even though if you really spoke to me and I was a bit drunk on a, on a Saturday night at two o'clock in the morning, I'll probably tell you the truth. I think it's a load of bollocks, but not in front of these guys. And it comes down to courage. And as you said, you, you get to the point where you need to be on your own in a room and not give a shit about anyone else, anyone mm-hmm. in the world. I don't care if I don't know anyone. That From that basis, you get people in your life that you want in your life, and that yeah. has to come from there. But these people, obviously, if they've put a, put a character on all their life, they're not even displaying their real truth selves, and they probably don't even know what that is, to get to the point where they can actually decide whether they believe something or not. And he said they're not even willing to look at it. It's terrifying for them. It's terrifying to, for them to look at someone like David Icke's work and go, actually, how can he be an anti-Semite if he doesn't even believe in race? It doesn't make logical sense, but they can't bear to look. And that's the same what you were saying there with Jordan Peterson. I'm not going to look because I probably I'm going to be wrong. But if I'm wrong, then what? What am I? Who am I without these guys? This is too difficult. What gets me about the whole thing is that they knew about George Soros. They knew about, they know about these people because they've had these arguments before, but rather than doing their own independent research to understand the context, they just take the mainstream media's word. Because the mainstream culture right now suits them. The mainstream Mm. culture right now is a good place for them to be a minority or gay or or whatever. Um, And I, you know, I'm South Asian, I'm gay, I'm Muslim, I'm all these things. It should be a great place for me. But if you want to stand with the truth, you're always going to have a tough time because it's always the minority of people that are standing with the truth. It's never the masses. Well, you've just said it there. That was a great point to pick up on then. You've talked about the minorities, but aren't we a minority for telling the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a, yet another minority I can add to my list. I think, <laughs> I think it, was a, <laughs> Richard, it was Richard Brandon that said, you know, you would win the minority Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I could, I could have, that could be my podcast title, couldn't it? Minority Olympics. Minority Report. The minority there you go. The Minority Report. That's a good name for a podcast. Oh, that's been around for ages, hasn't it? That was, that was one of the first ones. So strangely enough, I did, a, um, I did one called um, Kiki and the Cronks. The very first one I did was Kiki and the Cronks with my friend Enola, um, another actor. And, and um, we were, we, the first thing we thought was call it Minority Report. And so we looked, and of course, there was, there was there's one for years called Minority Report. Oh, is there? Oh, well, there yeah. you go then. It's, it, but that's a good point, is that, that, that minorities are now ostracizing minorities to ostracize minorities and that is the best way for them to get away for these elites if you want to call them that to get away what they're doing by breaking down people nearly seven billion people into smaller and smaller and smaller groups who are having a go at each other divide and conquer we want all these minorities black lives matter having a go at the far right trump supporters and and all of this it's great they love it they absolutely love it. They want people to argue. They, that's why they love the internet because all yeah. we do on the internet mostly is argue with each other. And I'm no better than anyone else. I still do it. And I find myself going, why did you do that? Why have I even commented on that? What am I doing? I should be working. I could sit in the garden. And what am I doing? It's so addictive to have a go, mm. especially if it's behind the sheen. You wouldn't say some of the things you would say online to people in their yeah. fa- in face. And as you say, being a, being telling the truth right now and accepting the truth actually accepting the truth let's go to that accepting that this is fucking dark and what's going on is abuse on a global scale we are in a, in a minority because we accept that it's happened mm-hmm. yeah just to finish off the whole queer choir thing ultimately i was kicked out for uh, being accused i was accused of being uh, transphobic despite the fact i was uh, dating a drag queen like <laughs> I think I would think we'd broken up at that point, but I was at, at, at some point while I was there, I was dating a drag queen. Um, uh, but no, I'm, I was apparently transphobic. So because I defended Jordan Peterson. Uh, well, that's just mental, isn't it? Yeah. There is a point I where think, you just look at something yeah. and go, that's mental. And I see it. There's I no think what, what happened was that, that, do you remember that time where Piers, Mor- Piers Morgan, uh, 
said that joker i'm uh, i'm fat but i identify as, as slim um otherwise known as trans slender no i don't but that's quite good he, to be he, so basically i put that on i put that on my because all this stuff was happening and the queer choir were kept you know they were kept challenging me and telling me i was this whatever blah 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 well they didn't say that they were just completely snubbing me and being really cruel Right. And these are supposed to be my friends. And when they did that, I'd, I almost like to sort of piss them off. I put that up on my Facebook. And then all of the, the comments from the quick wire came, um, take, uh, you know, how could you say this and, and uh, take it down and blah, blah, blah. And lots of other people, a lot of my other friends also started chipping in. And I'm like, I refuse to take it down. Yeah, and it's you. still up there, you know, Richard. It's still yeah. up there. Good for you. <laughs> and, but it's called Callous that was in the when Mind. I was, uh, kicked out. Yeah. And I've been looking at this. It's Callous in the Mind. As the older you get, the stronger your mind needs to get because everyone – well, this is just people are out for you. They do, it doesn't. That means they don't have to look at themselves. Callous your mind. Yeah. You should be able to be on your own with no one else on this planet likes you, and you should be all right with that if you know you're in the right. Yeah, you literally need to get to that point in your life, and that is such a freeing point. You just think, couldn't give a shit what you think of mm-hmm. me. Couldn't give yeah. a shit. I'd rather you liked me because it's easier and I, and it's nice, but it's not going to break me, and it, I don't care. And you've shown yourself to be what you're being. So, I mean, then people are always going to fall away. And then also, I suppose the next point is, did you feel like you had almost a bit of a relief to know who was who? And also that you maybe didn't have to have a character around these people anymore. You could actually go, okay, they were never going to accept me for me anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm such an oddball. I find it hard to find acceptance out and about. And I think, I think people that know me will think, well, that's that's surprising. But I, cause I, one of the things people say about me is that you're always the same. Like, it doesn't matter, like, whether I'm with this group of people, or with that group of people, or whether I'm doing a reading or whatever, um, for a tarot reading or an astrology reading, I'm always the same. Like, and that, I'm proud of that. That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so I didn't change while I was with them, with those people. I was always, I was always the same. I'm, and I'm very honest, probably too honest. And that also isn't a good thing necessarily when you're trying to make friends with people who are, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just am what I am. And I, and I, I like me. I like the way I am. There's some things I need to change, but I, my, my essential character, I think, is pretty good because I'm always striving to be, um, to, to come from a place of integrity, um, which, is, which is, you know what I found about that, though, Richard, is that when you do strive to come from a, a place of integrity and try and have higher standards than the most, it's very easy for the narcissistic type of personality to make you look like you're not because you're going to hold yourself to a certain standard. They play dirty. So it's very easy to look like you're the one. It's very easy to, for other people to get manipulated to make you look bad because you're predictable, because you're going to do the right thing. So mm. therefore, it's very easy for the narcissist to, to, or the whatever, the cluster B personality to manipulate somebody else because they know exactly what you're going to do. You know what I mean? So it's very easy for you to look like you're the bad guy or you've done something wrong. But then you just have to pull yourself back and just realize that if these people can be manipulated, whether they're your friends or, or not, you need to stand firmer within yourself and just know that the right people are, this is a clearing. It's the universe is saying, bye bye you, hello you. And so then what's, and what has happened as a result is I've made amazing new, new friends and uh, new people that are coming into my life. Uh, people, uh, even the fact that I'm having this conversation with you, you know, I mean, I, I, I love your shows. The fact that I'm even having this conversation with you and the, the Richard Grannon, having a conversation with Richard Grannon, this, this is a big thing for me. I mean, these people who I do believe to have high standards and high integrity, these are the people that are now coming into my life. And I'm very, proud, I'm very happy about that. Yeah, no, that's really nice of you to say. And, and I appreciate people saying that because to me, I have the same feeling when I'm around people like, like David Icke and, and, and even Richard Grannon and many people that I've got to speak to because it all goes in layers. And, and it's like these people, I want to speak to them. I'm interested in what they're saying. I genuinely care. And also there's something not right here that we can fix and I'm passionate about it. I feel like there's nothing. I don't, this isn't work for me. This is great fun for me. And I'm privileged to, to do these things for a living and I know I am and that's why I try and get other people involved because it is a privilege and also when you've got enthusiasm for this stuff that can take you miles you, you yeah. can't give someone enthusiasm for doing the right thing you can make someone do the right thing you can give someone the, the tools to do the right thing but if they've got the enthusiasm to go I want to do this they'll take it to the to the ninth mile and um, people like yourself I can tell would do that because you do it off your own back and that's you can't buy that sort of enthusiasm um, so we've got to the point like now it's a whole year of this 
how are you how have you changed in the last 12 months within yourself and because you said you saw this coming but you didn't know exactly what it was but we all saw this coming you've been looking at this for two since 2016 how have you changed in your confidence in that actually the world is mad and what i was thinking for the last say four years before that actually i was right because mm. we were right we there's no way of d- denying now that that maybe not in every single aspect but the david ikes of the world were right not in every yeah. single thing the queen's not a reptile yet but in most things we were right and there is a sense of satisfaction in that but also we have to understand that still there's billions of people that will will fight you to the end even if they're in the concentration camps with their microchips in their head to say that you were wrong but we know and i think they know actually they were right this is fucked up how do you kind of feel now knowing that actually i think i was right well I mean, I've been a tarot reader for years. I mean, I started, I started um, astrology when I was nine and tarot when I was 17. Um, and I'm a year older than you. So um, I've been, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not right about everything. But I've been also that on top of that, I was, I was kind of a strange kid because I was quite psychic as a kid. And so I knew certain things were going to happen. There were certain things that happened in my life I knew were going to happen. And so there's a feeling and like, you know, when you're on the right track, you just know, you just know that this is, this is right. So, I mean, I told everybody there was going to be a massive crash. It was going to be bigger than, um, uh, bigger than t- 2008. I knew the next crash was going to be huge. I thought they were going to use, I thought it was going to happen financially again. They were going to use the mortgage stuff again. Um, I, t- I feel like what they do is they have lots of different, it's like a chess game. Are you going to win this side? Are you going to win this side? You're going to set up the game here. You're going to set up the game there. You're going to set up the game there. So basically what they've done is they've set up all these different things. So they could go that way. They could go that way. But because I, I know financial markets a little bit because I used to be a mortgage consultant or trained as a mortgage consultant when I was 20, 22. Um, so I knew the mortgage world a little bit. So as a result, um, I was looking into that and I thought, well, okay, since the crash, what they did is they've changed mortgage um, uh, mortgage agreements so that your uh, when you finish your fixed rate period and you come out, the interest rate above that that it's going to revert to is much higher than it used to be, right? Uh, unless, you have a, unless you have a good deal. You have to always check that. And then, so I thought, okay, so a lot of people are going to be coming out of their periods at this time. So I thought, if they raise interest rates at this point here, it's going to make pay- repayments completely impossible. Right. And I thought, well, that's how they're going to crash the market the next time around. So uh, approximately 2020 is what my guess was. 2020 also last last time they did a crash what when was it 2008 yep. right year the first cycle again so uh, and then the next crash 2020 right year again so it's, it's the right year it's the beginning year of the chinese cycle that they use again and again and again right so i thought okay well the obvious thing is they'll do it in 2020 again um and so i thought i was expecting a crash at this time but they didn't do it the way i was expecting but who knows richard they might still do that they might still do that Especially if, they, if they're going to now raise interest rates and say, oh, you know, we've given all this money to the, you know, uh, all this money that we spent on this coronavirus stuff. We've got to get the money back. I think they might do a capital levy, which is what happened in Greece and Cyprus, and, and just sort of take, go to the banks and take our money or put some sort of um, uh, hold on our equity and our properties and say, okay, well, this is, I want to take this money because, uh, you know, we've used all this money for coronavirus. They could do that. The other thing they could do is raise interest rates and force repossessions and then say, okay, well, okay, we will let you stay in your property uh, and, and we won't repossess your houses, but you've got to do as we say and go on this universal basic income. Mm. Who knows? So, but it's possible that they still might do that. What was your question again, Richard? I no, that's a good, it's a good point. It, it's, it's, it's important to know where this is heading. And it is all, uh, that's why the World Economic Forum are so heavily involved in this. But obviously, they're just a part of it. Money makes the world go around. It also stops it as well. Yeah. And obviously, we know that the, 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 the um, private banking families are the bloodline black nobility families that are really at the deep mm. root of this. So the banking families, and we know that's what yeah. goes back to, to, do you think that people are so far behind in understanding any of this? Because if I talk about the bloodline families, the black nobility families, they wouldn't have a clue what I'm talking about. They wouldn't understand that they possibly go back to Mesopotamia and, and, and Babylon and they wouldn't have a clue about any of this stuff. They don't know how the world works. Do you think that, I really feel like our generation are maybe 10 years either side of us. We're in a really weird spot where we, we found this stuff out. 
we figured this stuff yeah. out. The people that the kids now are not going to really figure this stuff out possibly if it goes that way because the internet is going to be so restricted freedom of speech is going to be so restricted they're not going to have access to this information if they get their way and we don't push this back now and also the older years my my dad's actually looks into this stuff and it surprised me because he never would before but most Mm -hmm. elderly people wouldn't have a clue about this stuff either it feels like our generation and maybe 10 years either side had a really weird type of people is there anything to yeah. that astrologically so astrologically there because are, we just it, seem like so, yeah it's a western astrological thing there's certain um uh certain year periods where there are certain generations that are here to do a certain thing i think um i can't i can't remember which one they are shiva would know this more than i will um but there are certain uh certain groupings of years where they've come for a similar purpose um and i'm trying to remember where where our one ends it was either i think it was 83 I think okay. it was from 77 to 83. That's six years have a period or something, but I, I can't remember exactly, but there is, there is something, there is something to that in terms of the Chinese astrology. I, not that I know of, I'm a Bhakti reader, so it's not something I've looked into, but I know there is something in the, in the, in the Western astrological system that would uh, be more uh, accurate. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it is interesting. Do you remember that song um, from Genesis, uh, Land of Illusion? Mm, land of confusion yeah. i think it's land of confusion land of there's that there's that there's that line where he says our gym my generation will put it right yeah i feel like that's that's our generation i feel like actually he, he wrote that song it's all about you know the politics and even in the video they use a spitting spitting image video um puppets okay for the for the video of that song do you remember it i remember the uh, this is I, I, the... I do remember it i wouldn't be able to kind of like deeply but i did like genesis um it makes sense to me, though, that, that but I think every generation had a, had a because you had the obviously hippie generation and that before that mm. was co-opted by CIA. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do believe that there is something here. We have a, we were the last generation to realize what the world is like before the Internet came along. That we're yeah. going to be around, hopefully still be around. Touch wood, another 35, 40 years would we'll be old, but very old. But also we were still really like, remember what the world was like before the Internet was here. Kids mm-hmm. now got, don't even kids that were born fifteen years ago don't know what the internet what's it been around mid nineties so you're talking nearly yeah. thirty years twenty eight years they're not children anymore so we're the last guys to realise remember what the world was we were before the digital age I yeah. think that's it. I think that's really important I really do think that's incredibly important that we keep this going and right now they're trying to wipe that out they're trying to wipe history they delete history obviously they've been doing it with mm-hmm. statues. Um, what do you see as your part, your role in this, of keeping this information going? And um, how do you think you're, you're going to contribute in the future? And how do you see your own life folding out from here on end? Because I know you've just finished a job. Where do you yeah. go from here? Well, there's something that um, I think it was Louise Hay used to say before she passed away, um, was just do what's in front of you. All you have to do is if, you're, if, you're, if you meditate and you're sort of in alignment with your higher self, you just do what's in front of you and you get led to the right place. So um, I'm not worried. I'm so not worried. In fact, I'm really excited about what's going to be, what's uh, happening for my future. But again, I know the astrology. I'm in the Chinese year. So, the Chinese year of the, so I'm a sheep sign. So my opposite year is the ox. We're in the ox year. So that means there's big shift happening for me. So it's, it's not a surprise that there's, there's lots of shifts, big changes happening for me right now, job and, and everything else. And um, that's only to be expected when you're in your opposite year. So if people do know about the, if they go to my website, the um, www.zachariahadil.com, or to make it easier, if you go to um, uh, Astro Superstar, astrosuperstar.com, it will redirect you to it. Because me and my ego, Astro Superstar, of course. <laughs> I like it. It's a good name. But yeah, so if you go to astrosuperstar.com, it will redirect you to it. Because Zachariah Adil is not an easy name to remember. So I thought, let me, let me uh, do Astro Superstar as a redirection. So if you go there, and you, there's a Zodiac calculator there. You put in your, your, your date of birth, uh, and then you can read a snippet of the chart for free. Um, and then uh, you, when you know what your Chinese sign is, then there's certain things that you'll know. So you've got to find out. So in your own year, so you're a rooster. So let's use you as an example. So in your own year of the rooster, it's going to be big changes for you. So the last rooster year was 2017. Um, uh, and then your opposite year of the rabbit. So the last rabbit year was 2011. So rabbit year is coming in two years' time. Okay. Uh, so those are the, your two big years, right? And then the, your, the, there's also one more year, which is for you, dragon. So 2012. 
uh, Dragon Year is also significant for you. So not as big changes as the other two, but um, there's kind of an ease in the Dragon Year because that's your soulmate year. So, um, but the, the other two years, there's big shifts. House changes, job changes, moves, children are born, uh, um, relationships start, relationships end, that sort of stuff. So if people go to the website and, and, and put in the, uh, uh, the date of birth and you find out what your Chinese sign is, it's, it's, then that will tell you what, when, what, when those years are going to be for you. So then you see what your opposite's chart is and everything else. So um, for me, this is my opposite year. So it, it's, it's, I was fully expecting changes and that is precisely what has happened. But I'm excited because I know this is a good work year for me. And it's a, it's a year, when I come out of it on the other side, next year, Tiger year, by the way, is, a, is a, one of the years of freedom. There's two massive years for freedom. It's the first one's horse year, which is what Grandin is, by the way. It's horse sign. That's why freedom is like the most important thing to him. And then the second one is the Tiger year, which is next year. So the difficulty we're going to face is in this year. And I think there will be a certain, a marked difference in terms of freedom next year. It's also the, um, um, polit- uh, no, no, no. It's the, uh, the tiger sign is like the spiritual athlete. They can take a lot, um, but they, they're passion driven. It's the passion of, it's the passion, it's a sign of passion. So, but it's also the, um, lone warrior. So we might still feel like we have to go alone next year because we're not entirely sure. We're not going to be particularly, who knows, maybe there's going to be more, uh, still lockdowns and isolation next year, but it's more a case of, I choose to be by myself right now because I need to figure myself out. This year is that year of hard work. The, the ox, ox sign is the year of the grafter. Um, the other thing I was going to mention about the double ball, by the way, the Oxtorus time, that's the double ball. And remember I mentioned before that in, in the, the last conversation we had on my, on my podcast, how the, the, the secret societies, the, they know about this double ball symbolism. Yeah, the paper you, ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you'll see, there's two balls uh, oftentimes in their symbolism. Yeah. Like the red ball, for example, the, the, the can, you'll see that there's two balls and there's a sun in, in, in the middle. Um, but did you, did you watch the video that, that I made? Because I put loads of uh, video in it because we talked about movies yep. like the Avengers and those types of things. And yeah. so I put those videos in there so you could to, to prove what I was saying. So that, that was, it was, it was interesting. I really, I really liked our chat last time. That was great. That's why I wanted you on, on here as well. And it also, it's different from, from the things that I've, I've been talking to. I mean, there's a, 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 a lot, I know a lot of people come to, to this channel to look at the conspiracy stuff. And I think what, what is important right now is that this is going on. I don't think we need to conspire. We're way past con- doing conspiracies now. It's, yeah. it's way past conspiracy, like theories. Sorry now. Well, yeah, we're way we past now. theories. We know now yeah, that this is here. Exactly. So let's try and find out ways of supporting each other. So um, yeah. you've got the cards Did, out. Let's have I've a look. I've got the cards out. I thought you might want to um, do you want to ask any questions about stuff? Let's see. Then. Let's see what comes up. I haven't really done this properly, but let's um, um, let's um, ask some questions to the cards and see what see what's going to happen. You know, um, is there anything in particular you want to ask? Okay, how does this work then? Because I'm a complete novice to this. Oh, have you never had a tarot reading before? Um, yes, I have. Do I just no? Not where I've asked questions. No. Oh, okay. No. No. All right. So, um, for example, if we. Um, if is there going to be some sort of uh so ox taurus time which starts on the on the 22nd is there going to be more pushback from the people because that's what i think will happen there's going to be uh the dictatorialness is going to go to an extreme and the people are going to stand up and say no no fucking way that's what i think will happen so let's see what's going to happen at that time pull okay. some cards on that so this card's jumping up we want to see this one so look this is this is people of all generation coming together do you see the Ten of Pentacles, and it's, and it's upright. So the Ten of Pentacles, there's, there's the, the sort of uh, parental age, grandparent and children, and then there's people of all ages kind of coming together. And this is sort of going back to basics. They're in the countryside. They're kind of uh, taking a, a, an approach, a traditional approach, rather than a new, new, new world approach. So uh, what, what's going to happen? I think there's going to be a lot more unity at that time because the, the, the tighter they get, the more the sort of more aggressive and the more fascistic they get, the more people are going to say, okay, enough of this now. And I think that's what's going to happen. Well, that's what the card would suggest. Is there anything else? Um, ah, the card of meditation. Retreat. Retreat and respite. So I think that it's possible that they're going to have to go against some of their rules that they've said. So for example, if like they, they're saying, um, if this is, if this relates to, to, to the elites having to retreat and pull back, then it would, it would mean, um, that they are going to have to relax some of the rules that they otherwise wanted to impose. Yeah. Yeah. On the other hand, it could mean that we have to retreat. So there's going to be more lockdowns. So the lockdown is, is supposed to finish 
on the 12th, isn't it? Which is still, we're still in Aries time. So um, it's possible with this card, it could possibly mean that as soon as they've lifted it, they're going to put it, impose it again. Mm. Yeah, I think they, I think if they did that now, you'd hope that would be the end of it for people. It's, it's really going on the businesses, isn't it? So let me ask you your question, a card's a question then. So um, do you think people are going to find, the people that haven't found the courage yet to accept mm-hmm. that this is happening will find the courage in a, large, in a big enough mass to make a difference? So this, this card of leaving the scene, is what is what is uh, has come here. So there's there's two neutrals, one one state of balance here and one state of balance on the other side of the river. So people are going to move from one state of balance to the other state of balance. So a new, so they are learning what's happening. But rather than sort of facing it, they kind of going to go into a bit of a depression and sadness because they've got to deal with it. Yeah. So that that's that's what I see um, first. Then let me pull another card and see what happens after that that phase because that's just the initial phase. Okay. Oh my God, the two cards of leaving the scene. Look, literally, the two, there's only two in the entire pack, 78 wow. cards. Two cards of leaving the scene, and they've both come up. So that could, that could suggest that a lot of people aren't going to be able to cope with it, aren't going to be able to deal with it. So in, on mass, I think it's going to be the core group of people that we already have. And yeah, there will be more people adding to it, but the majority of the people, they're just not going to be able to come on board. They leave. They leave. That's fascinating. Yeah, let's just keep going. Let's do a couple more because that's really fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And I think people are going to find, I mean, we, we could do a whole podcast of this, guys. So we can leave <laughs> your comments below because if you want us to do a 45-minute podcast of just asking the cards questions, I think that's a great idea. Maybe we can yeah. do that because I, I find this fascinating. So do you think the the elites, if we call them, the Bill Gates of the world, although they're far down, um, mm. do you think that they're aware that their time is running out. I think they are personally, but let's see what the cards say. I think they're scrambling. I, I believe so. I think they're absolutely desperate. So this is the card of having your head in the clouds um, and they're not grounded. This is, a, this is the kind of idealist hoping, you know, everything's going to be fine. So um, I think they're, they're not being entirely realistic about where they're at. Because they've got the head in the clouds, rose tinted glasses. Where we've got them on the ropes, but really they they haven't got us on the ropes. I mean, with the, with the sort of um, things that they keep bringing out, and 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 they what do they expect us to not see through the bullshit? I mean, more and more people are because they're being more and more dictatorial and more draconian as it, as the days go on. And of course, more and more people are going to see through that and 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 realize that this is not on. So you'd think they would relent at this point, but they're really not. And I, I, I know that uh, David, I can, you've also spoken about the, um, what's it called? You know, the, the uh, torture techniques, mm-hmm. the, the techniques to sort of, uh, the MK ultra techniques to sort of get people um, riled up and, and, and uh, ready so that they can be controlled. Yeah. 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 So I know that, that they're doing that, but I think there are a lot of people out there who are watching this thinking, come on now enough. And I think there's more of those than the, than they're banking on. Yep, and there's more of those, and I'd like people to understand this. You go on social media, remember who controls all these things? You go in the media and you go on social media, they're going to give you an un- a feeling of that there's actually most people are going along with it. But if you go out in the street and you talk to people, yes, they'll be wearing masks because most of them are too either too scared, they believe it, most of them really just doing it because they just can't be bothered with the hassle. Um, mm-hmm. But there will come a point. But most of them, you speak to them day and one to one, they think that it's bollocks. Uh, in a way, they'll think that there's COVID, and and I'm no, I'm on the fence whether it exists or not. And um, I don't think that's that important at the moment because if it does exist, it's not horrific. But yeah. to most people, but I think m- most people need to realise that the fantasy happens on the screen. The reality happens out your window, and you need to go out and speak to people. He's a lovely dog. Is it he or she? It's a girl. It's Moonlight. It's a girl. Hello, Moon. What a lovely name. Moonlight. Well, Moonlight's come along. Well, it was lovely to speak to you, mate. So where can people find your stuff? And I think we should do a, a card reading this one as well in the next sure. um, month or so, because I think that's I'm fascinating. So, and I love that last one. They're definitely panicking and they've definitely got their head in the sand and they're in cuckoo land to not to think that they're getting away with any of this because it's so mental. It's so bizarre. It's so yeah. weird that, that 
it's in, it is insane. And there's a level of cognitive dissonance on their part that they maybe don't want to look at their own reality and think that actually this isn't going to plan at all because it's mm. not. It's just no. got, I mean, the fact that it stood up this long is, is um, incredible. But it's every day that goes past is TikTok for them. So where can people yeah. find your, your stuff? And, and what's your kind of message of hope to leave people with at, at the end of this that you've kind of learned maybe this last year? Um, there's so many positive things that are happening. Like look at this last protest that, that there was, you know, um, in excess of 40,000 people that were there. Um, and and the, to the point that the police couldn't do anything. So I think that there are so many positive things happening. Um, and, and if you sort of just communicate with other people that you'll see what's happening in your area as well. And then tele- there's groups on telegram and everything else, and just sort of put yourself out there and it's maybe even start groups on telegram or wherever just to sort of get people united the more you talk the more this is why they're trying to isolate us and separate us but the more you are with each other the more ideas you get and the more you realize what is happening and and so communicate i think my my message would be look they they, that last card the the prince of um the prince of cups is about somebody who is who is idealistic but not entirely realistic so um, they, they're not grounded in reality. So they're losing it, but they, they have to hold on because they've got so much to lose. So uh, whereas it's important to be realistic and, and, and so that you have an accurate map right now, their map isn't accurate, whereas ours is. So therefore we should be taking, t- taking action right now so that we can, um, uh, make benefit, benefit from this position. So, that's why I'm saying communicate with other people. But my message is we're in a better position than we realize. All we get is the mainstream media's version of things and they are not telling us the whole story. They're lying about the vaccine uh, uh, damage of uh, uh, numbers and they're lying about the people who were died from coronavirus. So, so whether people listen to us or not, we have to make the change. We have to be the change. So, so let's go out there and do it. And let's realize that there's loads of us out there who are supporting each other on energetically and in person. Fantastic. It's a lovely way to end it. Zachariah, where can they find your work and how can they support you? I am at uh, ZachariahAdil.com. Um, you can email me at ZachariahAdil at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, I've got two YouTube channels, the Zachariah Adil. Uh, th- th- there's a few of those channels. Just use the one where I'm wearing a bow tie because that's the main channel. And also Heart Nation on YouTube. And also we're on BitChute, but we haven't really expanded those, those ones just yet. But um, you can find me on, on those, those places, Facebook and also on Instagram. And I don't really use Twitter, but I'm on there too. Perfect. So, guys, I will put all the links below for Zachariah's work. Please go over and follow him, show him some love and subscribe to his channels and share his videos about help us share this message about. I know you guys have been massively supportive of this show, of what's half and everything I'm doing. And I really appreciate that really really do all the work that we're doing over iconic as well trying to build a platform for this sort of information to to keep afloat because this is the truth and i think you guys know that as well and we won't always agree on every little thing but we don't really have to we well we don't have to at all because i think the intention is there um the intention is there so guys thank you for watching glitch in the code um you can find us on glitch in the code.co.uk and iconic.com and i will speak to you next week take care bye bye I'm unapologetically fly, no wonder why, that's just my attitude Yeah, okay, ay, that's just my, uh, 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 come on Yeah, yeah, uh.